0: You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome to the latest episode of the Coleman Power Organic Fitness Podcast. I have my latest guest here in front of me. We have Paul Rooney, the supposed creator of Muddy Souls based in the Northwest. Paul, say hello to the listeners.
1: Hey everyone, how's it going and uh, delighted to be on Coldman. and thank you so much for having me tonight.
0: No problem at all, I was well, certainly after meeting Paul very recently and after having a chat with him, I suppose well, I didn't tell him this before, I wanted to see what he was actually made of and he absolutely blew my socks off. That's a straight up honest truth and he gave a speech and a talk at the end of the event about, I suppose a little bit about his history and I'm able to see passion and I'm a passionate man myself but when he speaks, Everybody listens, and that's what's really important, and I suppose, Paul, I was delighted to, I suppose, be on one of those adventure hikes that you brought us up in Sligo, and yeah, I want you to, I suppose, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, and then we can get into, I suppose, Muddy Souls then after that.
1: Brilliant, thank you so much. So, um yeah, Muddy Souls Adventures um, is it a, a very exciting 17 months I'm after having in my life that, I suppose... I turned the darkness into total light. And it's a big saying at the moment, darkness into light and all this, and there's light at the end of the tunnel, but you got to make that happen. You know, I grafted, I cried, I, you know, I never wondered, was I going to get to where I got? I always had that passion and drive and ignorance. And um, to be someone, and I'm only halfway there and I'm still learning and I'm bloody goddamn excited for the journey ahead. You know, I always say on my events, I'm 75% there. And by Jesus God help me when I get to hundred. You know, I, I I love that about me. I'm not stopping. I'm not settled of where I am. I want to be. I want to stand at the top of the world someday. There's no doubt about that. And you know, unless I unless I hiked to the thousand meter mountains, unless I hiked to the five thousand meter mountains, you know, I'm never going to be at the top unless I keep grafting at them and learning more and more. And and I'm not just talking about mountains. I only explain it as mountains, but as a lifestyle, I live my life just. I live my life like a, I always say like a Mayfly. You got one day to live, make the most of it, learn as much as you can, wake up tomorrow morning and get 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 going again, you know, keep on trucking and
0: make it happen. Yeah. You know, I suppose this whole podcast, I want to suppose touch on the likes of mental health and I suppose the, the journey that you currently went on and you could maybe tell the listeners a little bit about your own background. Did you come from I suppose, a solid structure? Did you have a good mother and father? Were you bullied in school? What I suppose led you to... The journey that you're currently on, and sharing it, I uh, publicly and in the likes of your social media and on these uh, hikes.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's something that, um, yeah, it's it's a really a good thing I have behind me. Is I let it out, you know, I cry, I I tell the truth, and um, what you're after asking me there is yes, seven, I suppose, seven, it's seven years ago now, um, you know. I had everything. I had two of the best parents. I'm an only child myself. My little sister Tara passed away at 18 months, and I was four. But she she's always with me a hundred percent. She's my compass on the mountains. I'm a hundred percent sure of that. And there's no way I'd be still here only for her. She's keeping me guiding on them mad misty mountains and wherever I do end up, I'll never know sometimes. But yeah, then um, I suppose I, I uh, in primary school I was a, such an emotional lad. You know, I was I don't know what it was. I used to be put into it, the corner of a room sometimes and. Just let cry, you know, and no one knew why. And and I didn't. know one knew. No one. Um. But an interesting one. I'll I'll, I'll talk about that down the line. Um. Went to secondary school. Of course, the ladies came into the into play. Had the few drinks. Had the madness. You know what I mean. And then I, I just lived like a normal madman around Bundoran. Got thrown out of a few nightclubs. Had the crack. I'm no saint, Goldman. man. I'm a no saint. You know what I mean. I have a good history there. I'm. I'm still mad. You know, and I, I'll never. I never say. I'll never say I was a saint. No way. And it was hard work. But um, I suppose, yeah. Then you know, I travelled and I came back and I um I went into a relationship and it just it, it ended. You know, and um, if I suppose three or four months after that, I just I just I I had everything and then I had nothing, and I um, I'll, I'll never understand how I could get like that, I'll never understand I never, if you had said that to me six or uh, like six months before I ever was in a relationship or that, that I would have laughed at you going, oh, what's that depression or what's that, you know, being down about, get up your arse and get, get going, you know what I mean, but I was in a place where I actually did not know if I was going to get out of it or not. I, I'm going to be straight and honest with you. I had a lot of counsellors behind me working on me. Um, but it took me a long time to reach out and you know, know that this was helping that little bit. I went to the doctors and you know, he just went onto to his laptop in front of him and dished me out a load of tablets and you know, I was just like, I was like every other human being walking in and he didn't know where I was going walking out that door. Um, and you know, it didn't, it didn't help me. I will be straight and honest with you. And it was only, oh man, um, you know, when you're boxing the headboard in your bedroom and you're waking up in the morning, man, and it's just, I'm actually visualizing it now, what happened, waking up with a, with a pillowcase, absolutely soaking water, you know, and just weak and wondering, will you make it to the toilet before you get sickened? You know, and, your knuckles red from boxing a headboard just trying to get out of this shit. Like, you know, and, um, I knew, I knew after months of that, that it was only me that could help me, you know? And, um, I fucking, I, I I suppose my father taught me a lot about the outdoors. He's into, he's into a bit of game hunting and brilliant and taught me about, you know, what you could eat and what you couldn't eat in the land and about all the, Madness, as you witnessed at the weekend, about fox shite and whatever else, deer tracks, and you know the raven birds and every animal and how to call them. And my passion, I took to the mountains again, you know, and um, yeah, it 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 was mad, like, and I I failed, you know, I failed on the mountains. I I couldn't, I hadn't the energy, and I was lost, and you know, there was there was times I wondered was my life worth living any longer. And for me, that had money, that had two of the best parents in the world, that had um had good friends that had the best car in town, had the coolest car or whatever you want to call it, had the good clothes on. And I will be honest, had the looks to get a woman. You know what I mean? Had everything. And, but I was in a flipping shell. I was shattered. And um, and I, the mountains, you know, helped me. But what I noticed on the mountains was I was meeting these people at sunrise in the morning and these random I never forget about the Galtine Moors I met these two men coming down and at 6 o'clock I was charging up on a summer's morning to chase sunrise on my own and my friends used to say to me what are you at like you know where are you going or what are you doing up there on your own at a summit and um, it was the place where I just forgot about you know this and uh, turning and twisting in the bed and I wanted to I wanted to get all my energy out so I could kind of half sleep that night you know Um, and uh. I met these two men and uh, they just spoke to me, you know, and they spoke to me and we sat down and we chatted for 25 minutes about who are you and where are you from? And I used to tell, them, I was told them I'm from the Mad Mile in County leitrim And what are you doing lost in Tipperary, you know? And I told them straight out. And it's one thing that saved my life, old man, is telling people the truth, you know, just I'm fucking here because I'm hammered. I'm shattered. And you know, this is helping these, these four to five hours. They're helping, and I'm going to keep coming back. I'll be honest, I spent thousands of euro on diesel. My wee caddy van, I jumped into the poor flipping engine. I went to every feckin' summit nearly in Ireland. I found out why the wildlife was there. I went home and researched why that tree would look like that tree growing out of that rock, and I turned every sod I could. I was guided on mountains, I was brought by people, but I had this madness in me. It was mad, you know. I, I my friends used to come with me sometimes and say, Holy Jesus Christ, your eyes, you're like, it's like as soon as you get out of the car and put your hiking boots on, you're like a fucking lunatic, you know. You, you zip up your zip, you put your jacket on, and you go, come on what the fuck like and um it was funny. Patricia was my counselor in when I moved to Galway and she worked on me well, like and this, she was my she was my fourth woman, the person to work on me. And um she said to she said to me, You're the only client that ever makes me really emotional. She says, You sit down there and you come over to me. You know, you're nearly coming out of your chair to get over to make sure that you get that hour out of me, that you get helped in this hour, you know. You get that, she says to me, You get your fucking 50 euro out of me anyway. <laughs> but I says you know what I mean, Dad? But she says, you know, she says that there's something big here. And she says, You gotta, you gotta make things happen. She says, Go out that door. She says, I've I always have to drag it out of people, you know. What's wrong with them? You know, and I always have to find out. But she says, You just fucking you spill, you know, and it, it it's it's so easier for me to help someone like you. And this is what I'm trying to drive in the people every person I meet, everyone that reaches out to me, just please tell them them dirty stories. Tell them them rotten times. Tell them exactly what your gut is feeling at this moment in time and just puke it all out in front of them because that makes their job and that makes my job so much goddamn easier. And that's what I did. And, you know, she pushed me on to something else. Was What, 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 was, what was another story was I said it straight out to her. You're not, you're not getting to the last point. You're, 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 you're amazing to me, but there's something missing. And she says, there's not too many that to says that either, you know, but I says, I'm not being cheeky, but I know that there's something I need. And two people said to me at the one time, it was her and someone else. She says, there's one last thing you got to try. And it was hypnotherapy and I never knew there was such a, you know, I didn't know there was this. And I sat in front of an amazing man in Galway and there's anyone that asked me, I'll send on his number and his name to him. And he brought me back, you know, to the madness and to the past and uh, um, yeah, he, I told him stories that I wouldn't tell myself again. And I let it out and it was crazy, like, you know, stories about when I was a kid holding pups in the shed and you know, my friend was there, and I was bringing it all back, telling them stories that I never wanted to even know about them again. I was getting that madness out, you know, and and um, but yeah, my story then was that Patricia says you need to you need to change things. You know, you you need to make something. And another lady came back from Australia, uh, Laura, and she she met me to f- for my photos for over the last I was I was six years traveling Ireland, as I said. Uh, the thousands of euro and the diesel and the madness and the chasing and the photos. I'm mad into photography as well. Inaction shots and the crazy, the wilderness, you know what I mean, and the smiles and the and this and that. And she 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 was with Leitrim Tourism or something got to do with it like that. And she asked me for a few photos. And then we met for a coffee and she she sat back in her seat and goes, Whoa, there's a business here. She says, you know you've something different in you. You have, you're, you're coming across the table at me. You're about to leave the coffee date and run up another mountain. She says, you need to take this into a business. And Patricia said the exact same thing. My friends that I brought on the mountains and then the islands and the kayaking and all, and the way I could find mayfly hatching in the water and know that the corner of the stone and turn it up, that they were going to be there. And I'm confident enough to say that. That's when it all came together. And I says, everyone can't be right. You know? And, I she I says, what what do I do? You know, and so I was I was being still worked on by these people and it was amazing and it was exciting. And she says, you need a logo, you need a name. And I was like, oh, PR, 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 adventures, PR adventures, Paul Rooney Adventures. No. She says, You're very different. You need something extremely different. You need to blow this country out of the water and you need to do it the right way. You have the confidence, you have the passion. She says, I've I've never seen passion like it. She says, you are going to come become very successful if you get this right. And I'm going to help you in every way I can. She stuck by me 100%. I sat in my bed. I came home from work because it was raining one day in Galway. And um, soft who I am, can't work in the rain, you know yourself. But sat in the bed and I got out the jotter. I decided to draw these logos and this and that, drew mountains, drew eagles, drew whatever else, drew Paul Rooney on a mountain, drew everything, drew my family, drew everything. But I drew a boot. And then I went on to the next stage. It came to 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the day. I swear to God, dirt, you know, everything was coming up was mountains, soles, this and that. Next thing, mud on your boots, you know, wash it off. What do I do every time I go home? Good times. Wash off my boots, hang them up, put them up on the radiator. Muddy soles. Not S-O-L-E-S, S-O-U-L-S. It's not all about the soles on your boot. Wash off the mud on on your boot when you go home, muddy soles. The mud that's in your soul and your chest, you wash it off in the mountains. I drew it in between the boot and I sent it on as a bad diagram to her. And she goes, oh, my God. She says, it's perfect. You've just hit the nail on the head. Let's do this. We set up a website within three weeks. I put up my first event on the Internet. It was a cancer society um for the Cancer Society. Um I put it up. Um, I put it up as because of a, a close person um to me. Um was a, a few close people have gone through the cancer stages and it's been tough. And I says, we'll give back. We put 30 women on the mountain a month later and we kicked off Muddy Souls Adventures. When I was kicking off that, I said, an insect lives like me. I'm going to prove it to you. I set it up on the I think it was the 2nd of April, and on this no, I set it up on the 1st of May, and on the 22nd of May, I made the video of the Mayfly in Longford, in Lockery. He hatched for me, and he came out of a shell. He lives for one day. He's a lucky man. He makes love at the end of the day, every day, but he dies, so he only lives for 24 hours of the day. And for me to have the confidence on the 2nd of May to start off my journey, I made a seven-minute video and put it online. It went absolutely crazy um, about how I, I lived in the last few years and, and failed on the mountain. I came back down and found out how to get to the next three-quarter stage and come back down again. And one day I summoned that mountain, and now I'm ready to share my story with you. Ye. Yeah, so the Mayfly, I, I actually went three, th- t- twice and failed. And the third time it went off on the shores of Loch Rea. the fishermen were behind me. I made a video. It's on my Instagram at the mo- at the moment. And it's crazy. Uh, it went mad. He started hatching out of the shock that day. And he came up, he landed on the trees, and he was going out for a spent night that night. And I swear, it's on my thing. It's on the video on Instagram. I rubby tackled two of them making love in midair, heading out, made love in midair, while there was another mayfly trying to get in to make love as a whatever they call it, a threesome, trying to get in. But he couldn't get in. Your man was making love to her. He made love. He flew away. And he was about to die. I ran to the lake with the female mayfly and inserted her onto the lake to lay her lay eggs. In 365 days, she will have 10s um, um, and 20s of more eggs, shucks, coming to the top of the surface at that same location, and they'll be on that tree on the 22nd of May, May next year and what a feeling to make that and say
0: mission complete you know what an amazing story to actually get and to see and to witness that and record it all at the same time Paul that is literally a dream come true and as you said do you, know what I mean? you were put on this earth to do so many different things and that was one of the things you've already ticked that off the box and that's absolutely amazing and um, what I'm going to do is and I'm going to certainly Pause it right here and we'll get back into the likes of the second half of this podcast. We're going great right. so far. Thank you. All right, this is most certainly the event of the year. It's the best retreat known to man, woman, or child. It is the great stuff retreat. We start off down in school on the 20th of January. Cannot get a better event. We do grounding, we most certainly do yoga, sea swims, sauna, all activities included and your accommodation the foods are all organic why and bringing every different fruit and vegetables in season one down to the event okay it's with like-minded people and if you've seen the videos that's only half the story and that's straight up so if you're interested in going send me a dm private message for some people that don't know what that is yeah and or on facebook instagram tiktok you hit me up in coleman power getting fitness and I'd love to see you there talk soon Speed and as well as that, we have the likes of the Grow Your Own course starting in February on the 18th of February. Chalk that down. And the Mullingar event is actually currently sold out, but there also is a Grow Your Own course on in Middleton. If you're interested with myself and Cara O'Donnell, who's also involved in the retreats as the nutritionist, hit me up in the DMs. All right, talk soon. Godspeed and keep it. Organic. All right. What we're going to do now is, Paul, we're going to rein it in. And I most certainly want you to tell me a little bit about how important is the likes of, suppose, community and activity for people in relation to their overall mental health. I suppose I get people to exercise on a regular basis. But what you're doing is very similar. And I suppose what are your thoughts on the likes of people getting together as a community to either do a hike or just be outside in general?
1: Yeah, it's extremely important, you know, because the people in the outdoors, they, you know, they're very kind and want to help. And like the people coming to my events, you know, half of them maybe had never any problems in their life, but half of them had, you know. And um, it's it's amazing to see, you know, people just coming and having the chats and this and that. And what I'm noticing about the outdoors is they feel like they can have that chat, to feel like they can let go, you know, um, it's 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 a really nice thing. And I do camping trips as well, and we sit around the campfire that night at, you know, nine and ten o'clock and the emotion runs down their face. But if they're in a pub and if they're in a bar and if they're in a community centre, they won't let that emotion out, you know? And this community is it's, is so good and like like I give out about social media a lot and you know it can hurt people and this and that, but um it's a brilliant way of connecting with these people as well. Groups like myself, Muddy Souls Adventures, you know, and they can just sign on there to an event and let's go. And the uh, the hardest part is getting out of that car in the morning and signing that waiver, you know, and not knowing who's anxious and who's not. And, you know, people coming up like it's it's OK for myself and yourself. We we are confident lads, but we can't. There is some people just not as forward there, um, you know, and I. As you, as you met me at the weekend, I, I go over and I give a big friendly hug, a big handshake, and I take a step back and have a look at them in the eyes and go, you're going to have a good day today, you know? And that just eases them off. It's like their weight off their shoulders. They're after the anxiety the last 24 hours thinking, am I going to go to this hike or not? Next thing, wow, I can't wait to get up this mountain, you know? Just because of a simple hug and a handshake. And it's the same with everyone. Everyone turns around, gives each other a handshake, and what's your name and this and that. Boom. We're into a big day already. And that's what I love. And if you're not out of your comfort zone and if you don't get into that car, you know, at six o'clock in the morning to drive up that road, they're the little leaps you need to take in life to become successful. And when I, when I say successful, everyone thinks, oh, he's talking money. No, I mean, smile a real smile again. And that's all I want people to do, you know, is smile a real smile again. I spent I a lot of years of my life putting pictures on Facebook and putting pictures on Instagram. Um, it was Bebo and all back then. And big, big pearly white teeth shining with a, with a Vulcan Red Bull in my hand. 30 seconds later, cold man, I was puking my, my guts up in a toilet. Totally fake. And posting that in the toilet after I got sick, saying, look how happy I am. It was a load of bullshit. Now I'm on the mountains. And by Jesus Christ, by anyone can see, that's a real smile on the mountains. Big hugs, big group around me. I feel safe. And now when I go, you know, now when I have my singles events and whatever else and, you know, we're, we're traveling around the country of Ireland, we go for a few hot whiskies after We're around the campfire. I feel safe. I feel like I can have them few drinks and not be, you know, not be fake, not be anything. Just be comfortable. And the people I'm I'm, I'm meeting in the outdoors is just quality. I have met a nod person that has annoyed me but they had a background and we have settled it out and we had our chats and we, we got through it and now they're back on the mountains with me and I'm, I appreciate them there, you know
0: what I mean? Yeah. What did Paul, I, suppose, I just wanted to have your input on this, what are your thoughts in relation to, I suppose, Ireland's heritage and with, I suppose, holding back on feelings in relation to then going out and doing, I suppose, more socialising with alcohol and I suppose, what, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that
1: What do you mean by that? Sorry, just say that to me again
0: just the fact that a lot of, I suppose, people, men maybe and women in, in particular, would I suppose hold on to I suppose expressing themselves, whether they're dealing with something uh, in their own family, in in a relationship, whether they're not in one or they are struggling, and then using alcohol as a way of relieving that stress, whether it actually builds up on the type of anxiety, anxiety and stress that they're currently holding.
1: Yeah, well, it's the simplest thing to do, you know. Go out and forget about it, you know. But I always, I, I done it, I done it, I done it for months. And what I found was it's double bubble the next morning, you know. You're hammered, and that's why I'm saying to people coming to me, reaching out now, just don't, you know. You know tomorrow's going to be even twice as bad. So that's why I'm making these videos on Instagram, and I'm, I'm physically telling them I was there, and I'm thinking about going out at eight o'clock in the uh, at that night. And I'm thinking about, you know, having the few shots to forget about it all and to have the courage to go over to that girl and chat her up. I'm physically telling them, no, this isn't this isn't the time for you to do that. Get yourself right. People can people know when you're not in that place. You know, the pub isn't for you them days. They can understand. They see the they see the insides are gone out of you. You're looking through them. You know, you're not the, you're you're in a shell. I was in a shell, going around like a zombie. I was getting drunk on two or three drinks. I was a mess. I hadn't it. I was puking it up. I hadn't it. I was making a complete show myself. I remember coming home one night with black eye, busted lip. I remember going in and uh, texting a friend of mine, looking for makeup. Like at at, at twenty at twenty six years of age, looking for makeup to cover up a black eye to see what my mother find it. You know, and see with me with it. Like I was a mess, you know. And it wasn't. It, that that's. I'm just trying to tell people. Give me a chance. Give these other hiking communities a chance. And it's not even about the hiking. You know, if someone says to me, Paul, geez, I'm shocked. I'm from County Kildare. I'm shocked. Um, I, I, I'm not thinking good. Okay, what are you doing this evening? What do you mean what am I doing this evening? Half seven. I'll meet you at Apple Green. You know, put on a head torch. Jump the wire. There's a river. Up and down the river. Let's go. You're soaking. Back to the car. In that 45 minutes, did you think of any of that madness? No, so sure you had me up and down that fucking river. I nearly tripped on the stone and I was cut, stuck on the barbed wire. Exactly. Find your madness. Find a place that you forget about it. I guarantee you, on them mountains, for six hours with me, you will not think about that boss shouting at you. You will not think about that ex-partner you had. You will not think about that that shallow madness this morning when you woke up and you wondered was the day today, you know, that it was all going to end. You know and. You fucking got into your car, you buttered the bread, you tied the shoelaces and you got up that mountain and you smashed at somebody. and you took that picture you never thought you could take, you know, of that, you know, you look back at them that night when you're sitting back with your hot water bottle and you're going for your shower and you, it's the best shower of your life, you know, and you're sitting back going, Jesus Christ, that was amazing. So that's why I'm trying to take that alcohol scene and don't get me wrong, I love a hot whiskey and I love a Jameson ginger ale and lime to celebrate an event after. I'm not saying, you know what I mean? I love the madness i jump six foot that night and dance like a complete lunatic and this teacher to come off and I'd swing it like a rodeo bull. You know? And I'm not going to say I'm not going to do that. By Jesus, I'll do it any night of the week. But I'll do it sober as well, you know? And um, as you see me on the mountains, that's when I'm mad. My eyes light up and I'm, I'm running, I'm tearing, I want to find stuff and I want to I wanna scream and shout, you know? And I want to show people that there's more. There's more than the bars. Ireland is one of the most.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and you're dead right, Paul. What you have to suppose exposing is that kind of quote that comes to mind. Sometimes you have to do the things that are hard to suppose to make your life a little bit easier. And that that pure example of that hike that I went on, it was wet, it was windy, it was cold, it was ball-taking, throwing every other uh, word that you want. But we felt amazing after it. And that's what yeah. you have to do. You have to do things that, I suppose, challenge you to become the best version of yourself, whatever that is. And it's either you do things that are easy, your life will be hard. You do things that will be hard, your life will most certainly be easy. And that comes to in all areas of life.
1: Yeah. And um, absolutely. And, you know, with, with, with the amount of people that's lonely today, you know, and I'm a lonely lad myself, like I'm a single lad, and, you know, I'm, um, you know, Obviously it's 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 not an easy it's not an easy place to be in the dating scene in today's world, but you know, people are lonely and next thing they're in involved with 25, 30 good souls on a mountain anywhere. And next thing they're chatting and they're going home going, Jesus, them people actually chatted back to me, you know, and um they were so nice to me. And it, it felt like and they're swapping Instagrams, they're swapping numbers, and there's even relationships coming out of it, you know, and just small things, you know, and stuff like that. And I always say, I, I love, I love saying this like it, you know, you're settled in a bad time at the first rung on the ladder and there's 10 rungs on the ladder and you're at the first one and you cannot get to the second rung on that ladder. You have to physically go back down onto the ground and back into the storm to become and to, to start climbing that ladder again. You've got to get smashed. You've got to graft. You've got you to get hit by everything and get battered. And I did, I did. And I lost some really close friends. I lost, I, you know, I, I was, I was weak and I wasn't there anymore, but that's where I learned. And that's how I'm, I feel unstoppable at the moment, you know, and that's, that's where I learned about going back down onto the grass, going back down into the dirt, getting back up. And, you know, I'm, I'm not at the top of the ladder yet. And I don't, I don't want to be because it's exciting. And, but it took me and there will be days when I will go back down on the rungs and the ladder, but I don't, I believe now I have the tools. From the mountain, from the people, from from the community, from the the tools I learned, I believe I have the tools to, to 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 you know move forward, move forward, you know, and drive on. And as I say, as the Madly man says, keep on fucking trucking, you know.
0: And tell me, right, tell the listeners how and what has changed from where you previously were to where you are now, because that's one of the things that people want to know. Uh,
1: what has changed is, um, I. I, I've, I'm I've taking the positives out of everything. I was I was looking for the negatives in everything before, you know? I have two legs under me. I'm a, <laughs> I am have a healthy body. I have, uh, you know, I have good clothes, good family. I have a few pounds gathered up. Before I was looking and, you know, putting a negative out of everything going, Jesus, we're heading to Ben Bulban this weekend. Should there's rain coming after? Uh, everyone's going to be king. No, I turned that into madness now. I turned it into... Let's get hammered by the wind and rain. Let's, let's build up that little bit more strength. Let's do an extra little bit of a loop so we don't have to go to the gym for another day. Let's, let's meet someone else and let's, let's meet another five people, that new, new clients that are coming to the mountains this weekend. What am I going to do later on? I'm going to make an extra two phone calls to my friends, two extra friends that I hadn't caught up with in a long time. I'm going to reach out and ask them, are they all right today? All this is going on is, is saying... Oh, it's OK to talk. This is the big thing on social media. It's, it's OK to talk to t- talk. I couldn't talk when I was in that stage. I couldn't talk. I, I needed to be asked, am I OK? You know and we I'm pumping this into the community of Ireland. Ask your goddamn friends. Ask your family. Ask your wee mom and dad. Ask your granddad and granddad. Ask your brother and sister. You know what? You know, but I suppose your question was, what have what has changed? Pure positivity, pure appreciation. What I have, you know, and it's it's working. It's 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 no. I cannot be successful in life if I'm negative. I cannot be. I cannot. I cannot climb to the top of Mount Everest if I say I can't go there. I one hundred believe. I one hundred percent believe in seven years' time I will stand at the top of the world and wave that Leitrim, an Irish flag. And put that muddy soles and smash that somewhat and let the people that's yeah, you know, because the passion
0: is energy and what you have is infectious. Like you literally, as soon as I met you in the car park, I'd never met you before my whole life. I said, This lad, he's a good lad. Straight away, big hug, big handshake. You're gonna have a good day. I was like, like I got goosebumps meeting you, and that's just what happens when you know from the inside out that someone is rooting for you, and you'd never met me before.
1: No, no, no. And, uh, and, you know, you know, you're, you're you're big on the Instagram cold man and this and that, but I treated everyone in that car park the same way as I treated you, you know? And, you know, I suppose I always see two or three people that's a little bit shy on the day and this and that. If you ever watch me on the mountains, I always make sure they're looked after by everyone. I always say, do you mind just, yeah, walking back there? Just, yeah. And I'll be back in a minute. I don't give a fuck about Coleman. I don't give a fuck about the hundreds of thousands of followers people have. I dig deep with everyone, but I also dig deep with the big followers and I dig deep with the same person that has two followers and it doesn't have Instagram. I hold them and I do not let them go till I see that smile leaving that mountain and I make sure they get a wee voice note going back and they're home safe and they're there and they, they, they know that I'm there for them 365 days of the year. But I'm 100% behind them, the same way as I'm behind Coleman, you know?
0: Yeah, but it's your family. It's your family that you're building. Do you know what I mean? That's one of those key things that people don't realise. And you have so much energy to give and information to pass on to people and experience of where you currently have come from. And I suppose that leads me on to my next question. Uh, What, I suppose, is something that you wish you knew when you were younger, Paul? that would help listeners out there suffering with I suppose, a little bit of mental health or anxiety around any situation or issue that they're currently in, whether it's the way they look, where they feel a family member or a current position where they're in that they don't enjoy being?
1: Yeah, I suppose um, the biggest thing is to know that there's, there's everyone has people out there that they connect with people. And as I said to you, there's 20, 25, there's 30 people on a the hike. There's always two or three of them people you're going to bond with more than the other 23. 22 so everyone has their own community i have only five friends five close friends and so has that other person years ago i didn't understand this i thought everyone was my friend and this and that bullshit when i was down on the ground they walked across me the five always remember you don't need ten if you have five close friends if you have two close friends what i always say five that's all you're looking for I always would have loved to have known and wrote down them five friends on a page and wrote their number beside it in case I ever need it that day. And of course, then it happened. I did need it and I was lost. I had all these hundreds and thousands of people or hundreds of, and yeah, thousands of people on Facebook and Instagram. And I didn't know which, I didn't know what to do. And I was always putting stuff up that I was happy and look at me, Mr. fucking bright side here. I'm fucking in New Zealand now and I'm I'm looking at me spending all my money. And I didn't want to go back. And who did I go to? Because I felt like a failure that I was the lad then in bed, really crying. I was putting up posts that I was the happiest person ever, but yet I was puking one side of, you know, one side of my bed. And I was crying my eyes out and not wondering, wondering was 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 the day today, you know. And I if I had known that, that that there was that there was people that was really close to me and that there were five that I could trust. And I always say it, that will wipe your arse when you're down on the ground and you can't get back up. I know it's a straight-out statement to say, but if you think back about it, there's not too many people in your life that will do that. And by Jesus Christ, the five I've wrote down on that sheet, I will wipe their arse any day of the week. And you trust and watch my words on that. And they know I will. And they're the people now that I will smash straight out. If that fucking first number doesn't answer, I will ring the second one. And I will tell the first number, it's okay. I'll ring you in a half an hour when this call is over, you know, through WhatsApp. A voice note straight out, then people will voice note me back straight away. If you voice note people and, and this and that, and they don't get back to you for 10 days or 12 days, they're not, in the, they're not in the category, you know what I mean? They've seen the message, this and that. They're just too busy in your life or whatever else. I believe that, you know, I need these people close to me just in case I really closely need them someday, you know? And I would have loved to have known that I had these, I had great friends and they, they they helped me and they asked me, was I okay? And that was one of the biggest features that I would have loved to know and that I would have loved to have the bit of maturity to know that these five people, it could have been my mom or dad, but you just don't like releasing it to someone really close. A close friend is totally different, you know? You know, yeah. You come back from a, a night out or whatever and you tell them the stories the same way as you could tell them that, you know, that I'm just after, I'm ju- I can't get this out of my mind, you know, and for them to turn around and go, I'll be there in two minutes. They are the people you need in life, you know. I don't care if they're in Australia. Get on the flight and fly back if this man needs you. We don't want to be carrying you back up in a box, walking up, up the church in Kinloch, you know. And that's the way I look at it now, you know and people people have people have turned people haven't had that chance and it's too late now you know and we watched them going up the aisle of that church and I want to change this in Ireland I want to tell the raw and that's why I had that chat in in um, in Galway in the Muldron Hotel recently and that's why I'm going to Kilkenny now on the 21st of January to tell the raw truth about where I was and where I am now never give up that you will be successful and I love people that have hard times. I love it because they're the people that understand where I came from and they're the people that are going to be powerful in life. They're the people that's going to help other people, but it, took, it takes months. But when I, I, I do sometimes see people trying to help people that are half through the battle, no, wait till you're fully through it. Wait till you're, wait till you're, wait till you're solid. Wait till you're ready to give them every part of your energy. And I believe now, is the time I'm willing to walk in the door of a hotel and 90 minutes of solid rawness. I spoke for two hours and 25 minutes in the Muldron Hotel. I didn't breathe. I drank water after two hours and 25 minutes and my hand was shaking an inch at a time. My story was out. The public knew. Some people didn't like it. Some people did. I walked out of that place, took my chest out and I believe I helped people's lives that night, you know?
0: You too, and Paul, you're after saving people's lives, hands down, whether they you know it from them telling you or otherwise. And I suppose I know you're up for a nomination. I want you to tell, I suppose, the listeners in relation to where's the best place they can give you a vote for that, and for people to, I suppose, reach out to yourself if they have any questions or would just like to message somebody such as yourself that they have major confidence in.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I, like. I, I, I'm actually after getting nominated for the outsider um, um, nomination awards in Dublin on the 1st of February. And I'm like, I'm overwhelmed by it. You know, being in a category with with the likes of Rosanna Purcell and the, right, the rest of them that's in my category, you know, after 17 months, I'm new on the, I'm new in the game, but you know, it's the amount of energy and the amount of time and the amount of slogan. This is, this isn't going on 17 months. This is going on 15 years of chasing summits, chasing people, learning, why you know and I as like as anyone sees me on the mountains I don't pass anything I want to see everything I want to teach and I want to bring I'm getting phone calls at 11 o'clock at night and getting phone calls at 2 o'clock in the morning and getting phone calls at 11 o'clock in the day you know people wondering is their lives worth living any longer Paul what am I going to do get your arse down to Galway and walk down the street to shop street with me for 45 minutes we'll go for a takeaway we'll sit down and we'll have a coffee I'm going to tell you what you need to do in the next 7 days come back to me after that and let me know if it's helping one percent better if you're leaving me that's all that matters so I want people only to nominate or to vote for me if they believe that I I don't want to be vo- voted for unless you 100 percent believe that I'm doing the right thing and I suppose by me saying that is that like you know it, it's an amazing thing there's hundreds of votes have to go in for me in the last few nights and to feel that is just wow you know and I after the messages, the phone calls I'm after taking in the last I suppose you could say one year when people believed in me and trusted me and you know for a person to drive from like say the likes of Kerry or Donegal and you know to get out of a car after never meeting them before and on the side of a road and hugging you for three or four minutes and going you know thank you and I says we haven't even started you know what's your name and where are you from you know and get in let's go let's make this happen you know and you know i don't that 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 cost me 15 euro that night on diesel to meet them halfway you know i have 15 euro i turned a life around that night for the better and we're, we we've a plan in place in 6 months time they're going to help me maybe you know and that's what it's all about i'm not i'm not on, you know i i'm not made out of steel i'm not I will have my big days you know I have family members you know I have to think about people passing away you know I, I, I'm i an emotional as you can hear in this podcast I'm an emotional lad I have still my big cries and I want men and I want men to see me crying and say it's okay you know it's okay like it's it's amazing you know and I was on another podcast there a few months ago and she couldn't believe and she thought it was amazing the way I just let it out and cried and I, I suppose I I went into a school in Maccaine College down in Pondoran and I was supposed to speak for 40 minutes and I spoke for 90 and (laughs) the bells were going off. But the kids stayed in the room and I cried for 45 minutes in front of 15, 16, and 17 year old kids and they sat in their chairs and they they cried in front of me, you know. And I want to get it out. I want to tell it. And it was amazing. They hugged me that day and, you know, 16 year old kids, teenagers that. Go down to the shelters and drink their arses off and have the crack to hear that it's okay to cry. You know, there's this, this, this is this lunatic that we thought was going to scare us and, you know, be the madman is above on the stage in tears, emotional. And that's what I want to show that, yeah, and I want people to give me a vote if they want, you know, and I don't care. I'm going to go to them awards that night and I'm going to get the big hugs and the kisses on the cheek and sit beside the the film stars and have the crack. And you know what, cool man, as I said later on, I'm going to treat them like every other human being, you know? And that's the way I am. And I'm going to, I'm going to maybe throw a bread roll across the other end of the room because it's who I am. You know what I mean? You know, that's the crack. You know, the madness and the Irish crack. We, we, We need to bring it back into this country and let it out to hell, you know?
0: Yeah. Jeez, you're a Paul, you're a man of my own heart. Christ almighty. Uh, I just, I love you a bit, straight up, like you're just... I appreciate it. Thank you. Just a cool, cool man, telling your own story and helping so many other different people. I want you to tell people, I'll be putting in the show notes anyway, I'll be putting it in bold, both for goddamn Paul. And after that, I want you to tell me your handles for people to reach out to you, Instagram, and if it's different for Facebook or any other.
1: Brilliant, brilliant. So, well, uh, is that, yeah, I, I'll tell them now, is it? Yes, Absolutely. Please. So yeah, um, I'm on the, um, uh, the way, the best way to get me is on the Instagram muddy under slash souls. Uh, Facebook is Paul Rooney muddy so- uh, souls adventures. Facebook mm-hmm. is kind of for everyone young and old, which is amazing. And um, yeah, and we have obviously the website www.muddysoulsadventures.com and uh, there's lovely blogs there for people to know what gear to buy, all that madness, and yeah, to see the pictures and to see what they're up against, and they're out for a good adventure. There's I've never had a bad day in the mountains. I've never had a bad day with Muddy Souls Adventures. It's all small. It's all laughs. It's all, it's all it's all tears sometimes. But by God, you come down a different person off that mountain. and I can guarantee you
0: that. You know. Yeah. Right, Paul. Super grateful for you spending I suppose, time sharing your story. And I always end these podcasts by saying, stay tuned, stay classy, and keep it organic. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you wouldn't mind, do me a minute favor, literally, just sharing this massively beneficial podcast that's out here now. But I had the interview with Paul Rooney all about mental health and how he deals with it and most certainly building a community of people put it on your stories, tag friends, family members, share it out there just to one other person. I suppose that expands the, the knowledge, that um, information that Paul is after putting out there, as well as gets the podcast out to other people. And again, spreading a community of like-minded people. Or not, enjoy your day. If you're listening to this on a Thursday, happy Friday Eve. You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast.